I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. The ratings machine, Josh Reese. Is that you? That's me, the ratings machine. Well, our, our highest rated episode, or highest viewed episode, however you want to put it, is still Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't think you were on that one. That's true, but yeah. the ratings for Matrix 4 was phenomenal, despite it being a dog shit movie, and I think it was be solely because of me. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't think you've seen the numbers, though, but yeah. I've seen the numbers. I mean, a lot of people have tuned in because that, that was a big movie. Um, not a good movie, though, like we talked about last week. It was a big rough. flop. Womp, womp. In every way. <laughs> but that's also because it's on HBO Max, so. Right. That's understandable. But yeah, the movie should have never been made. Why did, why did you remind me of that? Well, it's uh, it's to remind you of that, so when we get to the two movies we're going to sc- discuss today, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, there is goodness in TV and movies." We're, we don't have we're not reviewing any movies today. I count South Park post COVID as a movie. It's a special event. That's the whole joke. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, it is. Like it is yeah. Like, what would you qualify that? Because it's an hour long. Without commercials. So and it's a legit 60 minutes. Sandwich them together back to back. Yeah. I mean, that's two hours. It's two hours, yeah. Two hours of fun yeah, and I, joy. I guess it is more of a movie than a TV show if you had to yeah. classify it as as one of one or the other. But that's why they call it a special event. Special Because they couldn't decide, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we're also going to review uh, the book of Boba Fett, the season premiere. Chapter. One, Chapter one yeah. of what, how many episodes? I think there's nine, right? Mm, or there were some, I don't even know, honestly. I think it's something around there. But I'm going to enjoy every episode as it comes out, however long it takes. That's right. But before we do that, we're going to do some awards. For best Ooh. film of 2021, worst film of 2021, okay. best and worst TV show of 2021. Oh. It's funny, I just thought of this earlier in the day, and I was like, man, we should have gotten the fans involved like mm. for what we do with What's Wrong With Wrestling. Right. right now, our fans are submitting their votes for like, you know, worst and best acting, worst, best moment, you know, sure. best match, worst match for WWE and AEW. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe next year we'll do that. We'll ask the fans, you know, so as they could we do continue some voting. to grow and get more fans. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a lot more selection. Exactly. But I have some nominees, and uh, I figured we'd go through the the movie names, and then we can just decide. Okay. Or like you could pick what your favorite movie of 2021 was, All and right. so could I. So I'm down. Here's the list I have, and if you want to add any, you can do that as well. Okay. But uh, best film of 2021, the nominees are. Spider-Man No Way Home, That's obviously. Win a couple of awards, probably. Uh, Suicide Squad. I really liked it. I mean, it was way better than the, the, the original. The original one. <laughs> uh, no Time to Die, James Bond. Uh, it was all right. It was, it was right. good. Uh, Free Guy, which I really liked. I never saw Free Guy. I just figured it was Ryan Reynolds playing Daredevil. It is. Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil. Deadpool. Oh, my God. Deadpool. (laughs) Jesus. I'm I'm rewatching Daredevil, so I've got that on the brain. You are? Yeah. I'm jealous. Season two. Oh, man. The Punisher just met the Kingpin. Oh, man. In jail? In jail. 
Yeah, now I have to rewatch that whole series because <laughs> now I'm jealous that you are. It's a good. Song. But no, Free Guy is Ryan Reynolds as dead as Deadpool, but it's amazing because he's Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, it's the PG-13 version, but it's great. It's really funny. You know, people talk about typecasting actors into one role. And yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is typecast into playing Deadpool well, in every single role. But he made Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. He was always, you know, that character. Right. You'll, you'll look back to his, you know, original stuff. Uh, the original version he made, of Deadpool. He <laughs> made Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't Deadpool making him... Or, you know, him making him dare, uh, Deadpool. Like, he, he made Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. But right. Free Guy's great. I would see it. Okay. Uh, we have Black Widow. Okay. You know, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I enjoyed it. I wanted to see it. I still haven't yet. Still haven't seen it. Uh, Shang-Chi was, you know, it was your on-par Marvel movie. Oh, Legend of Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eternals as well. I, I like that. Mm. And then, uh, did you see Nobody? Nobody starring um, what the fuck's his name from Better Call Saul, Bob Odenkirk. No, I wanted to see that. It's I, like a poor man's John Wick, right? I wanted to see that where he's just kind of like a, a you know a desk jockey or something like that. Yeah, he's actually an awesome badass, right? Yeah, I wanted to it see was that. great. Damn it! And it's only like an hour and a half, and Christopher Lloyd plays his dad. No, oh, wow. Christopher Lloyd's like you know weird. Like he's he's he you know he's old. He's getting up there. He's getting up there, but it was great. Interesting. I mean, okay. it's not John Wick, but it's still really it's close. I'm gonna add that to my watch list. Do you have any movies you want to add? Mm, not off the top of my head. Yeah. Not I mean, I did look at. I did like do some research and like looked up you know biggest blockbuster films of 2021. The problem was with COVID and all that stuff, we really didn't have too much to choose from right. in the early part of 2021. Yeah. Black Widow was like the first movie that I remember like actually in uh, popping for. Like, oh my god, right. there's a movie to see, Black Widow, it's amazing. Yeah. That must have been like midsummer or something like that. Yes. So for me, it's down to four movie. I, I could I could narrow this down to four movies right now. As the best? Yeah, like, because, you know, I want to pick one. Well, Spider-Man, No Way From Home. I mean, that's got to be top for sure. <laughs> no Way From Home? No no you Way From Home. added a word to the movie. <laughs> okay, so, no, Spider-Man. For me, it's between Spider-Man, Suicide Squad, Free Guy, and Nobody. Mm. Is it just Spider-Man for you, and that's it? Uh, Spider-Man and a Suicide Squad were really good. I've seen uh, No Time to Die, and I've seen uh, The Legend of Ten Rings, yeah. I've seen Black Widow, but I think those two movies kind of stand out. Spider-Man and Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad, for sure. And what what are you leaning towards? Man, I'm I hate really... for recency bias, but I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man just checked so many boxes, in my opinion. You had the you had the, some tear jerking scenes. You had some emotional emotional scenes, but you had a lot of like fan service and just a lot of surprises. It was real fun. I, I like Spider Man. Went no way from home. God damn it! No Josh. way home. No way home. I don't know why I you're keep confusing adding the, the. You're adding. You're combining the last two movie titles. <laughs> Far from home. No way home. <laughs> Far from no way from home. Now there's a movie. <laughs> um. I think I'm going to pick Suicide Squad. As the best? 
Yes. Wow, you really like John Cena, huh? <laughs> yeah, I love that's it. It's just cuz John Cena. No, my the only reason I'm not picking Spider-Man, I mean everyone knows I'm a Spider-Man. Mark, sure. Mark, mm-hmm. I have a Spider-Man wallet, but it's an adult version and oh. now I wish I would have brought it up here. Like <laughs> it's we're a all leather and Velcro? It's not a Velcro <laughs> wallet. It's a it's a leather wallet. Like it it's leg- it's not for a kid. <laughs> And just taking a picture, and he's gonna put it on Facebook. I have Twitter. a Spider-Man wallet. It's not for kids. Yeah. No, I get it, but I don't care. I think it's fucking cool. What, what the what, hell do I care? What was the? What's the reason you're picking Suicide Squad over Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man was too sad for me. Too sad. Yeah. And and we're not going into spoilers because sure. In case you haven't seen the movie See. yet. You live under a rock. I don't know, like, and you're still listening to this podcast, but like, but it's too sad. There's two really sad moments in Spider-Man: No Way Home, and yeah. what I really liked about the Holland films before that was that it wasn't sad. Okay, you know, Homecoming was there was there was no sadness. Sure, like Michael Keaton was a great villain. You feared him, um, and then Far From Home was really good as well with Mysterio, but it didn't make you depressed. Like I was really sad. Uh, after No Way Home. But you didn't consider it a complete movie, considering it had, you know, sadness, but well, look, it had, we, we did it had the a review. good arc. It had we, a good arc. We did the review, and yes, the first, like, 30... Again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the first 30 minutes of the movie, I loved. And I've seen it three times now, by the oh, way. wow. Because uh, I saw it twice before we did the review, mm-hmm. and then I brought my kids a few days ago. Okay. So I saw it again. So I, I am enjoying it more because... I already now that I already know what happens, mm-hmm. I can like kind of like it's like okay, I already know about the sad parts, so now I'm over it because I get very emotional when it comes to movies, especially ones I really love. I remember you cried during this one scene. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he, oh yeah, he I was took out next- his Spider-Man Velcro <laughs> wallet and was it was. It's not both- Velcro, and but. <laughs> I was trying to deny it that I cried, and then I was like, oh, wait, I was sitting right next to you, wasn't I? <laughs> Shit. Anyways, um, no, like, okay, Endgame. Endgame has a really sad ending. No you spoilers. Know, well, come on, that, <laughs> with Tony Stark. But but I don't consider that, like, a fault of the movie. Like, that's that's fine. Like, like it had made, to happen type it, of thing? Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... You were kind of expecting something like that to happen. But going into the movie, a, y'all guys talked about... Uh, on a on a previous podcast, yeah, we did. Da, ba, 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 ba. There was that y'all expected something s- sad to happen. Yeah, so I mean, true. you knew something was going to happen, but it was like two big things, yeah. and then the movie yeah. like ended in a bummer. So, so you just you just want fun in your movies, fun. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I just okay. Spoiler we, alert: we had, Lots of people died in Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, but it was comedic. <laughs> it was funny. But like, no, we already had the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. It's a sad Spider-Man. Right. And then we had the Andrew Garfield, an even sadder Spider-Man. And then we had Tom Holland in Homecoming. And I was like, oh, this is nice and fresh. It's not depressing like the other ones were. So that's why I felt like it didn't fit. It didn't really fit with the Tom Holland movies because the other two were not sad movies. Spider-Man's like a depressing was. character. I love the beginning. I love the final battle scene for obvious reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, for, I'm picking Suicide Squad because okay. I enjoyed it the whole way through. I That's thought it good. was really funny, and I only saw it once. I want to see it again, and then after that, I, I want to see Nobody again, and I really want to see Free Guy again. It was a fun romp. 
romp. And I, I appreciated Idris Elba uh, yes. more than I did Will Smith in the first Suicide Squad. Well, but I don't know if that's more his they're fault. They're playing different characters. But still, they're playing the same The leader, same kind of role. The leader. Yeah. And he even know. made a joke, I think, about that in the movie that, mm. you know, he's almost the same guy, but... All right, we, we figured out. So Josh likes Spider-Man No Way Home, and I got Suicide Squad for the mm-hmm. best film of 2021. On to the worst film All right. of 2021. This is going to be tough to pick. <laughs> the nominees are Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Okay. Now that's, that's a top seed for me because I re- that was our first podcast was we reviewed Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um and I, you know, I love Venom. He's always been my favorite, like, Spider-Man, you know. Venom and Carnage have been, like, my two favorites. Right. And they fucked up Carnage so bad. And really, they fucked up Venom bad. I still haven't seen it on your recommendation, so I'm, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm staying away you, from that There's no one. need to see it. I'm staying away. Uh, we have Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, which I, I have not seen that. <laughs> so I guess we can't pick it, but. I heard it was bad. Yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. I did not see that one. You didn't see it? No. See, that's a bad movie that I would say watch. Okay. Because it doesn't... It, it's bad, but it's not going to offend you. Like, Venom and Let There Be Carnage offended me. Okay. Like, I just don't care enough about Godzilla. I, I just want to see them fight. And they did that in the movie. You okay. got to see them fight. There were some good action scenes. But the plot itself is the stupidest possible thing they could have ever thought of. Was it like... like just let them fight. They had to give like this like reason why they're it's like just let them fight. It was ridiculous. Let I don't want to go into let the, there be carnage. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to go into the whole thing, but it was it was ridiculous. Okay. Uh, then we got Dune, which that's that's going to be a controversial thing. Us putting that on the worst film list because uh, it's one. I think it's like IGN's like number one film of 2021. Interesting. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm a big Zendaya, Zendaya mark, so... She's barely in the movie. Oh, Lord. Okay. Barely in the movie. Never mind. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the best part of the movie is just looking at her for the for the little she's in it. Ten seconds. It's oh, just... Okay. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like... You'll like the movie if you're a fan of the original or a fan of the books. Because mm. the movie's so boring. Okay. And it's really not about action. It's not about. It's just about politics, <clears throat> and most of it is just talking about politics. And it's like, isn't this what everyone bitches about in the Star Wars prequels? That's what I was gonna is say. That it's all talking about bullshit politics. You know, my favorite part about Star Wars was always when they were doing the delegations and they were arguing <laughs> in the Senate. That was my favorite part. Yeah, the that's Senate. That's Dune. The, that's the whole movie of Dune. <laughs> That's what Dune is. Uh, terrible. Yeah. And I feel like you also don't understand a lot unless you read the books for context. The filmography was great. Like the visuals and the shots and the cinematography, that was all great. Mm. Uh, you know, like, but but it's you still have to have a good movie in there. I right. don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, we have F9, the Fast Saga. Did you see that one? I have not seen that one yet. They went to space in a car. <laughs> wow! Well, and again, like the, <laughs> what? What can't they do in this universe? But I loved it. Like I loved it. But I have to admit, it's not a good movie. You None heard, of them are. But you heard the the rumor slash uh, maybe, maybe it's joke slash rumor 
that apparently they're supposed to like um, merge with like the uh, Jurassic Park franchises. That that was a rumor. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't know. So. It's hard to take them seriously. I mean, if they're going to space, no, they absolutely should. I mean, might as well have uh, might as well merge with Ghostbusters and have <laughs> uh, have Slimer driving. Uh, Are those driving ghost driving cars. cars? <laughs> it's that Paul Walker. Oh, too soon. I just want them to bring too in Nicolas Cage. Uh, some, one of our fans suggested. I mean, there's been rumors for a few movies now that Nicolas Cage was going to be a villain. But one of our fans, I think, recently said. Nicholas Cage plays his character from Gone in sixty seconds, right. and he's stealing all their cars. That would be like, a great plot. That'd be so like bring Fast and Furious back down to the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, we went to they went to space in the last movie. How much further can you go from there? Have space wars like where there's fifty <laughs> cars? <laughs> like you got to ground you got to ground the movie now. Right. Have Nicholas Cage stealing their cars? That'd, That'd be, be great. Fucking amazing. That would be amazing. He could just be another brother of uh, Vin Diesel's. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, An older brother. Are, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, a third, a third mother. Huh. Wow. Uh, all right. We got Halloween. Dad was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> We got Halloween Kills. Did not see that one it for was, obviously reasons. It was bad. Well, yeah, you're yeah. you're afraid of horror movies. Scary movies. Yeah, uh, it was bad. Okay. Wonder Woman 1984. That's a really bad movie. That's a mind fuck too. It's just because I like Wonder Woman. I wanted to be well, and it yeah. was. I was so disappointed. I liked the first one. Yeah, I was, was very underwhelmed by Under Woman. Again, I'm watching Wonder the movie. Woman. And uh, there's so many problems with that movie. First of all, that was like when I was first. When as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, I, we need to start Hollywood hogwash because I really need to talk about this movie." We ended <laughs> up talking about it on What's Wrong with Wrestling because we just had to get it out of our system. Right. We had to talk about that fucking train wreck. 1984. It's set in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing that for obvious reasons because you know. People were born in the 80s. Like, that's like the nostalgia going on right now is sure. the 80s nostalgia. That's the year I was born. And they don't play one song from the 80s in that movie. Right. That's the whole fucking point. You, Oh, my God. Like, this is what uh, Stranger Things does well. They use music from the 80s on their show. Not one 80s song was in this movie. Well, that and was, that's the least of its problems. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a minor problem, Andrew. That's the least there of its problems. There was a lot bigger problems. I don't want to go into it, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, we'd have a whole other But it's podcast. like, that's you're, the obvious thing you do, right? Is you put music from the 80s in the movie? Spider-Man Homecoming had more, like, classic, you know, movies, uh, uh, songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Than Wonder Woman 1984. Disappointing. Matrix Resurrections. That's really oh, bad, that's too. That's going to win a lot of awards. <laughs> Well, we're just doing one for for worst film. Yeah, I might win some Razzies. Razzies, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Cruella. Didn't see it. My kids loved it, but you know, wasn't. I was happy for them, <laughs> but it's a bad movie. They turned the dogs evil. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Dalmatians were evil. She's not necessarily a villain anymore, too. No, right? she's not a villain. <laughs> I they, thought that was the whole point. They rebooted the character, and made the dogs evil. Oh. Uh, Spiral, which is the Saw reboot. Oh, no, I didn't see that, that one. That was really bad. The Many Saints of Newark. Oh, my God. It's bad, but I don't know if it's Matrix bad, Wonder Woman bad, or Venom bad. That was, okay, so far on this list, that's the movie I've hated the most. But is it worse than Wonder Woman? I was really disappointed with it, but, man, I hated I hated fucking <laughs> Saints of New York. 
Noah. No. You hoa! Oh, Lord Jesus. Army of the Dead, starring Batista. I thought that was like a campy good movie. It's not good. It was bad. Why? Well, I, I, I don't like think a... it, I don't think it wins this award because it's kind of supposed to be bad. But right, no. Oh man, if, if we're going on that one, the top two in that list for me, yeah, is is definitely Saints of New York, mm-hmm. Noak, and um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But man, I was so so mad about <laughs> Saints of New York. It was so upsetting. There was fucking barely anything about Tony Soprano. It was about his uncle. I could give two shits about it. The <laughs> uncle, uncle, uncle Christopher. No, not Uncle Christopher. Or Christopher's dad. Yeah. Whatever the fuck his Dick. name is. Dick Moltisanti. Dick Moltisanti. Uh, uh, and that John Bernthal in it, too. <laughs> He's barely in it. Barely in it. Fucking nearly kills his wife. It's <laughs> Then Christopher's dad kills his... Fucks his... Oh, it's so confusing. It's so yeah. upsetting. Yeah. That was the worst movie of 2021. Yeah, the Sopranos creator, like... You know, he didn't have any fresh ideas. No, this was like Matrix Revolution, uh, uh, Re- Resurrection. Resurrection, Resurrection, a fucking complete money grab. That's all it was. Well, many many states of Newark, it's like it's a movie, and it's just like, okay, what was that? But it's not, it's not bad on the level of Wonder Woman, Matrix, and Venom. It's just not. You can pick that if you want. It's your choice. Yeah, my choice. But my choice. I think for me, it's got to be Venom, Let There Be Carnage, because I've been looking forward to seeing Carnage on film my entire life, Mm. and they did it, and they got Woody Harrelson, and it's like, oh, he's one of the best actors in the world. Right. And then they completely wasted him. Mm. If you're new to the podcast, go check out our first episode ever. It's me, Joe, and Eric talking about Venom. (laughs) Watch Andrew devolve into sadness. Oh, I, I, I think I really lose it in, in on that podcast. But for me, it's Venom. Let there be carnage. Yeah. Mm. After that, I would say Wonder Woman, then Matrix. Wonder Woman. Because I haven't Matrix. seen Space Jam. Yeah. I'm sure it's bad. Dude, we avoided boring. it, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. Right. Number one was bad. Why would number two be any worse? <laughs> yeah. Any better? Excuse me. Right. All right, best TV show of 2021. The nominees are, we got Squid Game, which is probably the most popular movie of 2021. Sure. We got Hawkeye. Mm, That just ended. That was great. Loki was was a lot of fun. Loki was really good. Uh, WandaVision Mm, is all right. It was all right. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, that was all right. Mm, Yeah. What If, I liked it. What If was fine. Um, I put South Park, but I guess we're not... Counting that is right. We decided right. it's a movie. 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 Maybe that should just be the best movie of 2021. Because, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about part two later. But, God, maybe it should be. Invincible. Did you watch Invincible? Invincible was really yeah. good. Really good. Yes, we're definitely going to be reviewing season two on here. Yeah. Whenever that comes out. Mm. Really liked Invincible. Uh, and then I put Ted Lasso. I haven't seen it yet, but it's a it's a show I want to watch. Yeah, people are high on it. I'm, I haven't seen it either. And then uh, Yellowstone. I actually love Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then what what do you think? For me, I'm oh, like I like Squid Game, but I think I like Loki, Hawkeye better, and Invincible. I think it's between those three for me: Hawkeye, Loki, and Invincible. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hawkeye had... It, it's almost cheating 
for Disney in a way because like mm-hmm. it's like oh what do we have to do to make the show great oh we'll bring back these characters that you love right <laughs> you know oh all you need is two episodes of uh, yeah uh, that's that's it. It. okay yeah oh man I really like Yellowstone but I mean for me I think it's gonna be um, Loki and Hawkeye is one well, and you two. gotta pick one though Loki Loki, Loki one Loki yeah that's so good wants oh, to fuck himself so badly. Uh, yeah. Never did, though. Well, spoilers. Jesus. <laughs> I think we're best at Um, man, I guess... I guess I would say Hawkeye. Even though I do admit they kind of cheated. Right. <laughs> but those are my favorite moments. Yeah. But I really liked, I really liked Loki. I really liked Invincible. Invincible was really I'm good. I'm excited for, for all those that come back. I'm also excited for The Boys Season 3. How it, The I Boys, just, yes. That just reminded me because Invincible's on Amazon. And right. The Boys is on Amazon. It, 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 hearing about Invincible just made me remember just how, how many universes is J. Jonah Jameson in? Because mm. <laughs> he's going to be in the new Batman movie. Yeah. He's fucking in Spider-Man. Yep. He's invincible. Yeah. He's fucking everywhere. He is. He's yeah. got a great voice, and he's such a great character. J.K. Simmons, is that? J.K. Yeah. Simmons. That's he's such a yeah. great character actor that, mm-hmm. you know, really he, he can play those roles yeah. very well. But obviously, J. Jonah Jameson is his, is his best. Sure. And and really, he was, his, he was his best when he was in the original trilogy. Like Spider-Man 2, J. Jonah Jameson. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. like, fantastic. He was, like, a little, a little too serious in No Way Home, you know? Well, he was playing the Alex Jones. But Alex Jones is, was, is, you know, and he had some funny moments, but like, you know, not like the Spider-Man 2 moments, but mm. yeah. So what you're picking Loki? I'm picking Loki. And I got Hawkeye. There you go. Best yeah. TV show of 2021. Let us know uh, what you think for those picks. Yeah. And then finally, worst TV show of 2021. The nominees are The Walking Dead. I can't help you with that, that one. That's it. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped walking, watching The Walking Dead. And you know what? Whenever I have conversations with people nowadays, a good icebreaker for um, for startup conversation is: um, So, when what season did you stop watching The Walking Dead? <laughs> it's, oh see, yeah, that's that, right. Yeah, not many people currently continue watching The Walking Dead. Everyone has a stopping point, and my stopping point was when Carl died. Yeah, that was it. Well, good for you, buddy. Yeah. I'm still watching it. I'm going to watch the final season. Painful. Painful. I'm, I'm I feel watch, for you, Andrew. I'm going to watch the final season. But then I'm done. We're not, we're not going to have to review that, are we? Don't make me start that again. I don't think so. Okay. I feel so much better. It's too depressing. It is depressing, I bet. All right, that's all the awards I got, unless you could think of anything else. I mean, nah, that's all best acting of 2021. <laughs> best acting of 2021. Yeah. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> John Cena in Suicide Squad. John Cena was really good. He was. But that would be Best Supporting Actor. Mm. If we're going to do it like, you know, the award show. Yeah. Next year, we'll, we'll be more sophisticated and right. we'll do something we'll like that. We'll have an Oscars of sorts. Yeah. And we'll take the fans voting into consideration. Right. Sexiest Dress. Who was it? Interesting. Yeah. Yelena. Yelena? Yelena. Yelena. All right, so uh, let's talk about the latest Hollywood hogwash. 
Uh, so the Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. will arrive in theaters on March 4th. And I originally wrote of 2022, but it was like, oh, we're in 2022 now. Right. Happy New Year, everyone. Whoa. So the Batman's coming out on March 4th. But if you don't want to see it in theaters, you're not going to have to wait that long. Oh, they're putting it on. Okay. Okay. So uh, Warner Media CEO Jason Kyler has confirmed that the Batman will be arriving to HBO Max on April 19th which is exactly 46 days after its theatrical debut. How about that? Oh, I'm I'm a little bit worried. What? About what? I figured if it was going to be a big blockbuster that maybe they would want it to have a more lengthy run in the theaters. Yeah, but I'm a little bit concerned. Well, cuz you so know how far, Warner... nothing on HBO Max has been good. Oh man, that's a good point. Yes. Space Jam, Matrix, Saints of New York? Yeah. Saints of Newark. Newark. I'm concerned, Andrew. I'm just going to say it. I'm concerned. <sighs> no, but that, that's, that's a good point. But it does look good. It does look but good. But 46 days is... I mean, most of the money they're going to make is in the first opening weekend anyway. Sure. sure it'll do really well. Because who's... I mean, unless you're not really that big of a fan of Batman, you're not going to want to wait 46 days. Right. I'm not going to wait 46 days. We have a podcast to do anyway. But even if we didn't, I would I would see it opening weekend. I I will see it opening weekend. Yeah, and I guess depending on how good it is, I'll either wait for for the forty six days. But again, this again. is this is why Christopher Nolan left Warner Media because they put you know in twenty twenty one they released all their big blockbusters straight to HBO Max the same day it came out in theaters. Right, and Christopher Nolan hated that because he's like, "You're ruining, you're ruining the the movie theater business." Which is, it, I agree with him, but I'm also happy that I didn't spend fifteen dollars to watch The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> it's money we'd never get back. Because I was like, maybe I should see The Matrix. It's The Matrix. It still has the action, but it doesn't have the action. No, disappointing. All right, we're we're done with The Matrix. We're never going to talk <laughs> about it again. Also, uh, oh, you have the list for oh, yeah. the upcoming mm-hmm. DC and Marvel movies for 2022? Yes. And TV shows or just movies? And TV shows. Okay. Uh, so we can start off with uh, DC. Uh, this is a list put together by the um, CBR.com. Uh, so uh, they have Catwoman the Hunted, which is going to be an animated uh, movie that's supposed to come out in uh, sometime in uh, 2022. The Hunted? The Hunted. What is that? February 8th. It uh, looks like a team up with it's Catwoman and Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah, seems interesting. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I guess it's going to come out on... Oh, Catwoman Hunted, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, home video on February 8th. Uh, so, of course, we have the Batman, which is coming up after that. This movie, I don't know, is something we're going to be Why covering. even mention that? <laughs> it's it's part of the DC DC Universe, but the DC League of Super okay, Pets? Next. <laughs> That's supposed to come out May 20th. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern, Beware of My Power. What? That's a uh, animated original. Oh, okay, animated, I was going to say. Yeah, that's coming out digital in the summer of 2022. Yeah. Black Adam, yep. which is something we're going to be very interested in. That is coming out July 29th, 2022. Okay. The Flash. Oh, 
That that's should be the one good. I'm, that's the one I'm looking just to see Michael Keaton again. When is that coming out again? November fourth. Fuck. A long way to Damn wait. It, I forgot it was that long. And I didn't. I didn't remember. But apparently, there's an Aquaman movie that's coming out this year. Aquaman yeah. and the Lost Kingdom. Because no one cares. That's coming out December seventeenth. That was one of the fucking worst movies. The first <laughs> one. That was really bad. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot more. Marvel. Wait, you missed some things. What did I miss? There's gonna be. Or is it not coming out this year? Well, Maybe first not. of all, Peacemaker is coming out on HBO oh, Max. I don't have, have TV shows. No. Uh, yeah, I don't have TV shows, but yeah, Peacemaker's Peacemaker, out. and then the Penguin's getting his own show on HBO Max. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. Good for the Penguin. So there might be some more, but right. But yeah, these are these on. are movies. I, I guess is okay. what I should have said. Sure. Uh, so this is uh, the Marvel movies and series. This is yeah. series. I guess I must have missed that. Well, maybe the other one didn't have the series. The yeah. DC one didn't have the series. Moon Knight is supposed to come out sometime in 2022 on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Looking forward to that. Yes. May 6th. She-Hulk. Looking forward to She-Hulk. That's coming out sometime in December. Yeah, they haven't announced... 2022. December? In sometime oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't announced any of the shows yet, like when they're coming out. Right, but they are supposed they to be They always announce like two weeks. It's like, hey, She-Hulk's coming in two weeks. And it's like, oh, fuck oh, me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, clear my schedule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Secret Invasion is coming out in, sometime in 2022. Yeah. Uh, we have Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. Looking forward to that. That is coming out July 8th. Nice. Uh, Mrs. Marvel. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, excuse me. Yeah, well, she doesn't have no man. That's another series. Yeah, coming out on mid-2022. Uh, mid okay. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, November 11th. All right. And Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. I'm interested in that. That's coming out sometime uh, December in December, 22nd. obviously, yeah. Yeah, 2022. All right. So, of those, which one are you kind of most interested in? Uh, on DC end, mm -hmm. I would still say the Batman. Yeah, Batman for sure. After that, uh, Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder, right? Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. You know, yeah. I'm really interested in She Hulk. Me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because Hulk's going to be in it as well. Yeah. Peacemaker, I think, will be pretty good too. Yeah, maybe we'll review that. It's I'm coming sure. out in like two weeks, I think. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, uh, more, some more news here. In an interview with the Korean Broadcasting System, Squid Game creator Hwang Dong-Hayuk, uh, hopefully I pronounced that right, but probably not. <laughs> he said, I'm in talks with Netflix over season two as well as season three. Oh, shit. We will come to a conclusion anytime soon. Uh, in a statement, Netflix said, it's true that we are discussing a wide variety of possibilities for Squid Game including the production of a season three, but nothing has yet been set in stone. So it's essentially, because I, I didn't watch it because it's scary. It's not scary. It's, it's children's games, but that come to murderous ends. It's not scary. You play a children's game. If you lose, they shoot you in the head. You've seen action movies, Josh. People okay. get shot. Well, it's well, not scary. There's not a monster. What I was saying, what I meant to say was, is that did they exhaust all the children's games? 
in that in that one uh, no. series. Okay, well, I was just. Scared. It's not scary. You could watch it's it. It's not I, I was scary. worried it was going to be not, like Saul. There's not a ghost or monster coming after them. It's, it's not like Saul. It's not like Saul. Okay, maybe I will try. No, you should try it. Okay, but yeah, I think. The creator recently also said that he wasn't paid very much for Squid Game because they weren't expecting it to be this huge. So hopefully the guy gets, you know... A little bit of a bump? Some money for it, and it's not Korean money, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it will be Korean money, but but yeah. Probably what the what the main prize was on the show, something like that. That's probably what he deserves. That's the real Squid Games. Yes. <laughs> Uh, also, Dwayne Johnson has responded to former uh, co-star Vin Diesel's Instagram post from November, suggesting that Johnson return to the Fast and Furious franchise uh, to be in Fast 10. Uh, do you remember the Instagram post that he uh, did? I don't remember the Instagram post, but I remember, maybe the, you weren't on I remember the show the that joke. week. I remember the joke in Red Notice. Yeah, well, it's nothing to do with that, but okay, let's let's I'm going to read Vin Diesel's Instagram post from November again. Okay. It's so great. My little brother Dwayne, little brother. <laughs> He's 2 feet taller than you. My little brother Dwayne, the time has come. This is real. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. No, they don't. There is not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. <laughs> I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my, promise, my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale that is 10. So it's going to be better than the ones Paul Walker were in? Okay. <laughs> I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little bit of a, a little arrogant there. A little you arrogant. Think? Just a little bit. A touch. Legacy awaits. <laughs> the time has come. It's I a fucking movie. I can't believe there's been 10 of those motherfucking movies. Or there Not will yet. be 10. Be. Well, oh, really, there has been 10 because Hobbs and Shaw was a spinoff. <laughs> That's right. So there has been 10. Yeah. So Johnson told CNN this past June when Vin and I actually connected not over social media... I told them directly and privately that I would not be returning to the franchise. I was firm yet cordial with my words and said that I would always be supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful, but that there was no chance I would return. I privately spoke with my partners at Universal as well, all of whom were very supportive as they understand the problem. Johnson added, Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I didn't like that he brought up his children in the post, as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. My goal all along was to end my amazing journey with this incredible Fast and Furious franchise with gratitude and grace. It's unfortunate that this public dialogue has muddied the waters. Regardless, I'm confident in the Fast Universe and its ability to consistently deliver for the audience, and I truly wish my former co-stars and crew members the best of luck and success in the next chapter. So obviously a more classy response from Johnson right. than Vin Diesel's original post. Because Vin Diesel's post is just 
for public opinion. For sure. Because Vin Diesel's like, I want him in the movie. My kids want him in the movie. Pablo wants him in the movie. I spoke to him last night. Yeah. (laughs) But he doesn't want to do it. It's not my fault. Blame the rock. I I can't help it. I mean, I'm trying to get this motherfucker over here. How about apologize? Because last summer, Diesel revealed that the bad blood between the pair was due due to Diesel using tough love while producing Johnson in The Fate of the Furious back in 2016. He told Men's Health Magazine he used the approach to assist in getting that performance where it needed to be. The Rock, <laughs> who's a better actor than you? Family. Uh, what really happened was Vin Diesel was jealous that The Rock became the main star of these movies. Right, and got his own spinoff. Because, okay, two things happened. The Rock was in Fast and Furious 5. That was the first one The Rock was in. Brazil. And it it made The Rock a megastar. That was Mm -hmm. the movie that made The Rock a megastar. Before that, he was doing Tooth Fairy and all those shitty Disney movies. Oh, my God. And then then he did Fast and Furious 5, and then his career took off, and he became what he is today. Mm. So, yes, in a way, Vin Diesel helped him there, but also Rock helped Vin Diesel because that's when those movies became awesome. Right. Was Fast and Furious 5. Fast and Furious 1 was, you know, like, you know, a good car movie. Right. Then 2 was bad. 3 was ridiculous. 4 was boring. Then 5 came and it's like, oh shit, it's a gigantic action movie because The Rock's awesome. Yeah. So many nice scenes and so much, so much awesome action. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that these two mega stars, you know, Groot and Black Adam can't come together. Yeah. Uh, so apologize, Diesel, if you really want him in the movie. Well, that doesn't seem Try like that. going to happen. Uh, Universal Studios recently announced that Fast 10 will come out on May 19th, 2023. Justin Lin returns to direct what will be the first of two movies that will write the final chapters of the franchise. Holy shit, there's going to be an 11. However, there are still plans for other movie spinoffs and TV shows. <laughs> It's, so I'm it's telling never, you, you're gonna, you're going to have, you know, Jurassic. Park. I mean, you might as well, right? How aren't they Transformers yet? Yeah, right. The cars, <laughs> they fucking should. I mean, that's the most logical thing is to right. do Transformers. Vin Diesel riding around in Bumblebee. Oh <laughs> uh, fucking awesome. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, All right, moving on. Uh, Fans and reporters are speculating that The Walking Dead star Norman Reedus is vying to play Ghost Rider in the MCU. Reedus has uh, been liking dozens of fan tweets suggesting that he'd be a good fit. Do you think he should do this or is it too obvious because he rides a motorcycle in real life and he's rolls ride a motorcycle wow. on the walking dead. Just cause it's obvious. Doesn't mean it's something that shouldn't be done. But like when <laughs> is he better than Nicholas cage? Yeah, probably when they were casting for Batman versus Superman, everyone wanted um, Heisenberg to be. Uh, oh um, yeah. To be uh, Lex, Luthor. Lex, Lex Luthor. Right. And then we but got then it was Jess, like Jesse, what the Jesse fuck is Eisenberg. <laughs> right. But it was also like, well, he's because he's bald and and badass. Because he ba- then he would just be Heisenberg in the Superman movie, which yeah, that's cool and all, but it would still be weird. Well, the person they picked was weird. <laughs> yes, true. But you you usually don't do the usually don't go for the pick that's right on the nose. Like Norman Reedus already plays a character that drives a motorcycle. 
I don't know. I didn't know there were uh, Ghost Rider was something they're going to try to do again. Oh, they're going to do every. Are you kidding? I you, mean, considering have you ever how, heard of the Eternals before? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. They're, I mean, like Nicolas Cage killed that. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, but they're doing Fantastic Four again, and that was uh, yeah. that was terrible uh, for three movies. They re- this is going to be the third. Is Michael Chiklis returning? No. They're rebooting Fast and, or uh, Fast Furious. They're rebooting Fantastic Four for the fourth time. Fourth time's a charm. I'm, I'm not the fourth time. The third time. Third time. But it's going to be like the fourth movie. Yeah, you could say fourth because they did do a Fantastic Four movie in the '90s that was fucking terrible. Oh Lord! Jesus. But that wasn't in like theaters. That was like a TV movie back when everything was terrible. You know, or like straight to video, straight to VHS. That bullshit. Terrible. But yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be down for Norman Reedus. He's a badass, you know, and, sure. the, and the the character of Ghost Rider is, you know, badass. You know, I can't think of anybody better that would play it other than maybe John Bernthal. But, you know, he's already got his own role. <sighs> they need to get him in the MCU. He might. As the Punisher. Yeah. And then they also need to get uh, Negan, <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the MCU. You know, if if it wasn't Josh Brolin, you could have had him play Thanos, probably. Yeah, probably. But Josh Brolin was perfect for Thanos. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. But is that too many Walking Dead stars in the MCU? (laughs) Who cares? Put them all in. Yeah. Uh, Also, Rick. Fuck Rick. Do you have anything else? Uh, That's all I got. Uh, So the last two things are just sad news. Betty White, you know, everyone knows, passed away on New Year's Eve just weeks before. That's her 100th birthday. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, yeah it is 99. sad. And, and people were like, fuck 2021. I can't believe you took Betty White from us. And it's like, well, she was 99. <laughs> I mean, did, <laughs> did you, how much longer do you want her to live? My God, she's probably tired at this point. At this point, right. Uh, you know, do you want to live to be 100? Just because I like round numbers. Like, on the- <laughs> Like unless unless modern medicine gets so advanced by then that we're not like in pain the last twenty years of our lives, right? I mean, I imagine anything after eighty is gravy. Yeah, anything after seventy, to be honest, is probably gravy. Right? It's just you know, I mean, I'm sure at that time when that time comes, we might want to keep living, but it's just thinking about it right now. It's just yeah, it is a long time away for sure. I mean Betty White too. She was she was really funny. You know what I I I bring this up like she's looked the same my entire life. <laughs> well, it's cuz Cuz when I was born, she was in her 60s. <laughs> That's crazy, right? She's looked the same for right. me, yeah. Had the same poofy hair and poofy white hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like these Twitter assholes manifested this because like a month a month ago they were like Betty White's 100th birthday is in January. Keep Betty White alive. We have to make sure that Betty White doesn't die. Please, please. Positive thoughts on Betty White. Wherever you are. You killed her. You killed her. Stand six feet away from Betty White at all times. Yeah. Even sadder, they said that she just stayed in her house the last two years during COVID. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that age. Yeah. Right. But. Also, uh, legendary NFL coach and broadcaster John Madden passed away at the age of 85. This one actually did hurt a little bit. It, this, yeah, because John Madden, because uh, you know I like sports. John Madden was like the voice of my childhood and the video game and the video game. Right? I mean, the Madden franchise is amazing. I mean, once he retired, they replaced John Madden 
with Chris Collinsworth. They've been they've been replacing John Madden ever since he retired. You know, they've been trying to figure out a good a good replacement for him, and they've no one's been able to really fill that role. Yep. No. John yep. Madden had such now people such... always people would laugh a lot at what John Madden said because there were times where he kind of sounded like Taz on commentary <laughs> on on AEW or Jim Ross on AEW. Right, but but he's lovable. He was he's lovable. so lovable. Yeah, he was he was great and and a great voice. I, I was upset when they removed him from the video game like ten years ago. And then like boom, you play, and it's like the game's called Madden. Why am I listening to this random guy? I should be listening right. to John Madden. And they could still put him in the game. Just use the old audio footage you have. That's what they did anyway. He recorded that shit like once, and they used it for like 10 years. Mm. Boom! Bang! Oh, that one had too much mustard on it. (laughs) Yeah, R.I.P. John Madden. Yeah, he was great. Um, But uh, that is all the news we got. So let's talk the book of Boba Fett. So, uh, look, this is no Mandalorian, that's for sure. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping it might get there. Yeah. You know? Mandalorian started slow, but I felt like... I also binged Mandalorian, but I felt like it was better right away mm-hmm. than this. This was kind of like... Episode one was really slow. <sighs> there was one good action scene, and the rest of it was uh, kind of like uh, cringy. <laughs> not cringy. Yeah, there but was like, some cringe. I, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of waiting for episode two. I'm hoping it gets better in episode two. Right. We we do finally find out how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit in Return right. of the Jedi. Good. I was kind of wondering how it happened too. Smart, smart man. Did I pronounce it right? The Sarlacc pit. We got it right. Yeah, it's good. You Sarlacc, knew that. Sarlacc, yeah. You knew how to pronounce it. Yeah. You're that big of a Star Wars nerd. Yeah, baby. Okay. No, I'm not. But that's oh. good. Okay. Yeah, I watched it. Uh, the shot of the dead stormtrooper in there with him was great. Mm-hmm. But like, why didn't Boba Fett die? Why was that stormtrooper dead but not Boba Fett? He had more strength. Stormtroopers are just replaceable. Because there was also poison inside the... Oh, yeah, the digestive acids and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he used the dead stormtrooper's oxygen, and then he used his blowtorch, and he crawled out of the pit before passing out. Yeah. And then the Jawas show up. They steal his shit and knock him out with a gun. I thought that was funny. (laughs) Like, this first scene I really liked. I was like, oh, okay. People are saying this show sucks. What's up? He tries to stop the Jawas, and the Jawa kicks him in the head. They fucking, <laughs> they hit him with a gun. They knock him out with a gun. Uh, and then later, Tusken Raiders show up to save Boba Fett, but only to enslave him. Or eat him, I guess, enslave him? I don't know. I thought they might have eaten no, him. No, they enslave him, because later they're making him do shit. Remember? Or, yeah, I guess that's so At right. first, he yeah. escapes, but then the Raiders catch up to him. And one of the Raiders challenges Boba to a fight. and But Boba's still too weak, so mm-hmm. the Raider whoops his ass. And uh, then we see Boba Fett wake up in a water chamber. So we're back in present day, even though it was a long time ago. Right. But present day for the show. And uh, he's in a water chamber, and he turns it off, and it says, Healing session suspended. It kind of reminded me of like a, like a Darth Vader healing session a little bit. Yeah, you know, except true. not in water. Was he injured at the very end of Mandalorian, or does he just always need to do these healing sessions? 
I guess because he's so old, maybe. That's <laughs> just for old age. Yeah. Just for old age. Yeah. It reminded me of, did you see, what was that movie with Matt Damon about the future where people can go on the other planet to get cured? Equilibrium? I don't know that Equalizer? one. Equalizer? No, not Equalizer. Equalizer. Uh, it reminded me of that. Like, can he just get in this chamber and he's he's cured of all disease and injuries? Sounds like a terrible movie. It wasn't very good. Yeah. No. So uh, robots help Boba Fett get in his armor, and then he sits on his new throne as locals show up to pay tribute. Uh, the mayor sends a delegate but doesn't pay tribute. Instead, the mayor wants Boba to pay him tribute. But Boba's like, well, no, I don't do that. I'm the crime lord. That's so weird. <laughs> Why are the crime lord and the mayor interacting with each other? Yeah. Also, I mean, Jabba the Hutt probably would have fed him to the wolves. Right. You know? And th- this is what I'm immediately confused by. Boba Fett showed up to be the crime lord, right? Right. Why do you do that? For money? Yeah. But like, he's like, Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. What do you care? Like, you're the crime lord. You, you commit crimes? Yeah, you're supposed to be a little bit fierce. You're supposed to be a bad guy, right? You're a bad guy. You were right. a bad guy in the Star Wars movie. Like, you're a bad guy. Yeah. It's so a bounty hunter. But they're trying to make him a, a good guy who's a crime lord. It just doesn't... With a heart of gold. Yeah, I don't know if that works. It's, yeah, it's a little bit confusing. I think that's the main problem we have here. His sidekick. His sidekick. More of a badass. Yeah, but she's also kind of worthless. Hmm. Like, she's just there to make comedic quips that fall flat. Yeah. She made jokes, and none of the jokes were funny. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Uh, then uh, two Gamorians who were loyal to Jabba the Hutt uh, were offered to uh, Lord Fett, and he spared their lives and hired them. Uh, I liked them the most. They were my favorite. <laughs> They're, They're hilarious. <laughs> um, they look like Power Ranger villains. Oh, Lord Jesus. Like, it's just like real guys, but in these fucking... In these, oh uh, yeah, they were probably in hundred pound suits, yeah, hundred pound plastic suits. Right, suits. I like that they kind of looked ridiculous. Yeah, they looked ridiculous. But then uh, some assassins assassins show up and they trap Fett and Shand. They just like surround them, and Boba Fett has a jetpack. Right, like, why not just jetpack out of there? Right, yeah. But it's... instead, he's like, I'm trapped. Is his jetpack broke? I can't remember everything that happened in the Mandalorian a year ago. <laughs> You know, the, the coolest part about that scene was the laser shields. That was uh-huh. it. That was pretty cool. But you got this man who's supposed to be the crime lord, and he's getting taken down and just tooled up. Yeah. Is the town not watching this? Right. They're all in their doors just like, oh, I, I guess assassins. Yeah. Okay, sure. Whatever. And it's a good thing that. The Gamor- he hired the Gamorians because the Gamorians save him. Right. And then Boba shot a missile at one of the assassins and he exploded. The assassin exploded. And then he turns to Shand and he goes, alive, like take them alive. You just blew one of them up. Right. You want them alive? Or at least one, I guess, because she, she kills one of the assassins, throws them off the roof. And potentially, then, potentially. And then keeps the other one alive. No, yeah. she killed him, bro. Come on. <laughs> Then the Gamorreans place Boba in the healing chamber, and we continue. We go back to the flashbacks of Boba with the Raiders, and uh, now we see a Tuscan child brings Boba and another slave somewhere to dig for water flasks. The Tuscan child is is in charge of the slaves. 
Yeah. That's why I was like, are they going to be eating these people soon? Or right. are they slaves? Like, I know he, guys? I know the Ruskin, the, or the Ruskin, the, the, Tuscan. the Tuscan child had that little alligator monster with right, him. Right. But you're telling me Boba Fett can't kill both of them? I mean, clearly he, oh my, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so then a giant sand monster with four arms unearths. From the sand. The, the sand monster actually looked pretty badass. He looked like Goro from Mortal Kombat. He did, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it kills the other slave and almost kills the child, but Boba saves the kid's life and cuts off the creature's head with a steel chain. And then the child brings the head back and tells the adults what happened. Mm-hmm. And the leader raider gives Boba Fett some water. Now they're friends? Yeah. I guess. So I assume that they, they're going to let him leave because they saved their, their kid. But that's how the show ends. Yeah. That's the first episode. And I was like, that's this, it? This was not a barn burner, that's for sure. Yeah. I was this like, was fairly I was like, it ends with a flashback of something that, you know, happened in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, from our point of view, that, you know, that's, that was when Return of the Jedi came out. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of strange. This is taking a long time to get here for sure. Why does he keep having these nightmares? I don't know. The nightmares are back. The I dreams are back, or whatever. But yeah, not a great first episode. No, hoping it gets better though, for sure. But it's no Mandalorian so far, and it's no South Park post COVID. No, it is not. Let's talk about that. South Park post COVID. The return of COVID. And on up south, I'm gonna see if I can't unwind. Come on down south, I can meet some friends of mine. Um, I wonder how many of these jokes uh, were like made like like really like last minute. Oh, because I'm sure a couple of them. Like, yeah. the, we'll get to a few of them. I'm sure, for sure. It, this was just as good as the the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to read the plot on Wikipedia and then just bring up whatever you want okay. in between. But uh, first, Stan flashes back to the COVID-19 pandemic when you know they were kids. It was him, Kyle, Kenny, and Cartman were sent home from school mm-hmm. before they could blackmail fellow student Heather Williams in order to attend a Denver Nuggets game. And that was because Cartman took a picture of her while she was farting at PE class, it, it 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 I cannot believe how good Cartman is at convincing others. Yeah, he's such a master manipulator. It's amazing. Right, like how can he put together this girl farted and she's going to they're going to go to Denver Nuggets courtside? Yes, only Cartman can put them together. Right. Yeah. So they can't go to the game, and then we see all the events of Stan. You know, he he burns down the Tegrity Farms, Mm -hmm. accidentally killing his sister Shelly, and his mom commits suicide, and we see all that. And then we go to present day, or the future, (laughs) and South Mark uh, is still under quarantine due to the new COVID-19 variant. Um, You know what it's called, right? I forgot. The Kenny McCormick Con? Oh, is that what they called it now? That's why I was like, I'm sure that had to have been added in like last minute. The Kenny McCormick McCormick. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because of Omicron. because on the last on the last <laughs> episode or whatever, it was mm-hmm. called something else. Delta it had like, Plus. Yeah, it rewards. had like six words or whatever, but <laughs> that's great. Uh, then we have Randy Marsh on the run, guarding his last sprout of integrity. 
and uh, he's cornered by some Shady Acres nurses when Token Black defeats them and takes Randy to Kenny's lab. It made me laugh so much because he's in there at the Denny's Applebee Max whatever, and he's talking to the guy. He's like, I know the, the Denny's side of you doesn't care, but what about the Applebee's oh, yeah. side? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, mm. a couple of things I want to go back to when they're in the past, like when the COVID thing broke out they showed andrew cuomo on cnn and he's like we gotta fix this come on and i'm a pervert <laughs> and then stan's family goes to visit grandpa but they just wave at him from hey, outside the nursing home which is something very similar to what me and my family did when uh for my mom's birthday oh lord because my mom's birthday is in march mm-hmm. that was like the month everything got shut down so like we just waved at her from like the driveway did you go to turn to leo and amelie go isn't it great to see grandma yeah basically <laughs> yeah it was so fucking weird it was uh. so fucking weird uh, at the lab stan and kyle alongside wendy tweak craig jimmy and clyde can't get past Kenny's firewall without a voice command from either him or his uh, associate, Victor Chouse. So Wendy realizes that the experiment will need aluminum foil <laughs> and all supplies of which are in grounded cargo ships. That was so funny. So Stan and Kyle head out to retrieve Chouse while Tweak and Craig search for foil. Uh, at the South Park Mental Assignment uh, Asylum. Plus. Plus, uh, Stan and Kyle found that Chouse is actually Chaos. They enter Chaos's cell to discover that he's actually Butters, of course. Which, that was the reveal at the end of the, the first episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, who He gradually became insane after his parents abandoned him. Because of COVID, he was just left in his room. For 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> and in his isolation... 40 years, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, in his isolation... Uh, chaos began dealing in NFTs. This this comes a little bit too close to home because yeah. <laughs> I, I myself have an NFT, yes. and the more they made fun of it, the more worthless I felt about yeah. my NFT. The moment we're going to talk about the breakout in a second, but yeah. the moment where the guard on the ground is like, "But no, look, I have." I he have breaks a unicorn. out. <clears throat> he breaks out by convincing a guard to buy an NFT, and he's like, "No, all my money." My house, it's all gone. But I have this green panda bear on a skateboard. Look. <laughs> That's how I felt. Except I didn't waste my entire money. But I still felt like I was a man sitting on the floor. But yeah. Look, look at my Undertaker NFT. It's beautiful. Yep. Uh, then Randy uh, cultivates his marijuana as the others explain Kenny's plan to time travel and prevent the pandemic. Randy, however, is convinced that his marijuana is the solution to their problems. Uh, their plans are further complicated by Clyde's refusal to get vaccinated. But no, they, they they ask him, like, you know, when did you travel back in time and, and, and do that? And he's like, it doesn't matter how you change the past. Every single time, I fucked that pangolin. <laughs> oh, so Randy. Great. Funny. Uh, then at the South Park Church, uh, Scott Malkinson is approached by Cartman and his family. Uh, intent on preventing Kyle from... Uh, implementing Kenny's plan, Cartman forms the Foundation Against Time Travel, or FAT. FAT. <laughs> and he's like, fuck. Which he later, someone points it out to him. He's like, God damn it. Um, and he's also hiding his Jewish family <laughs> in, the in the attic. And she's writing in a diary. Yes. <laughs> Little menorah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I watched this with a friend, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 
was like, what is off limits to South Park? No, nothing. Fucking nothing. Nothing's off limits. <laughs> oh my god. Are you kidding? If they weren't they you know, they were getting threat, threatened from uh, you know, Muslims for right. the whole Muhammad thing. Right. So nothing's off limits with them. But that was unbelievable. Uh, then Tweak and Craig arrive at the church and inadvertently inform Carmen of their purpose, resulting in their capture. Cartman convinces Clyde to join his cause because Clyde, you know, he's like, you know, he's against getting vaccinated and everything like that. Uh, he later finds chaos selling NFTs to senior citizens <laughs> and uses him to uh, incapacita- uh, incapacitate the group at the lab. Upon Stan and Kyle's return, Wendy, Token, Jimmy, and Randy have all been brainwashed into investing in NFTs. Butters is great. He's a great uh, yeah. salesman, apparently. Well, Cartman and his group have stolen the equipment. At the church, Cartman reveals his plan to have Kyle killed in the past while Kyle and Stan undo Chaos's brainwashing. Uh, Wendy reveals that Kenny's plan was to not prevent the pandemic, but to salvage the boys' friendship and improve the future. Aww. Uh, Token states that Tegrity Weed was only in Kenny's notes as a reminder to take some marijuana with him. <laughs> <laughs> so all that importance, gone. Yeah. And then a depressed uh, Randy forgives Stan for his actions and gives him the last, the last seed of integrity. Uh, so then Cartman prepares for Clyde to travel back in time when Stan and Kyle arrive and use their Amazon Alexas to neutralize chaos. That's right, Stan uh, got, bought, got right. Kyle and Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then Cartman and Kyle fight for a while until Yentl, Cartman's wife, convinces him to allow Kyle and Stan to implement their plan. And Cartman's like, well, no, it could change the future and we may not meet. And she's like, have faith. And he's like, okay, I'll have faith that we will still meet in the new future. Is, is this the first time we've ever seen Cartman and Kyle like really go at it? Because I felt no. like this is... No? Okay. No, as kids, they fought a few times. But like really, really hammer at it? I felt yeah. like... Okay. Yeah, they, they've done it a couple times. Uh, however, Cartman's infant son activates the machine, sending Clyde back in time. Fuck you, Kyle. And then Clyde just becomes the Terminator. <laughs> with, with little bits of foil wrapped around yes. him. Uh, uh, arriving to retrieve his father's gun, Clyde convinces his past self not to be vaccinated. So it's a full circle. Right. Because Clyde, adult Clyde, was like, when I was a kid, a person came to me and told me not to get vaccinated. Because I'm going to grow titties on my head. <laughs> That person was Clyde. Person was Clyde. That's amazing. That's storytelling, folks. It really is. Uh, Then adult Clyde approaches the boys with intent to kill young Kyle. When Stan, Kyle, and Cartman arrive, adult versions, uh, having traveled through time. And before Clyde can fire, Cartman shoots Clyde in the head. (laughs) And then uh, realizing that they cannot prevent the pandemic, Stan, Kyle, and Cartman... Uh, decide to change their reaction to it. They approach Heather Williams and blackmail her to get the... <laughs> they do this as adults. <laughs> right. Uh, to get Listen, their younger... sweetie, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> they blackmail her and they get the tickets, the courtside tickets to the Nuggets game where the boys all forgive each other. Uh, Stan sends Randy the marijuana strain from the future, which Randy synthesizes into a freely distributed special. The special causes everyone to forgive each other for their behavior during the pandemic, changing the future. So it turns out all everyone needed was just some weed. (laughs) Andrew, I forgive you. I forgive you for being a dick during the pandemic. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're supposed to forgive me now. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Now now it's all good. I love Uh you, man. All from integrity. And then we see everything... We see everything get fixed. 
Um, Randy again made multiple Space Jam 2 jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, then Space Jam 2 came out, and it ruined everything. And uh, we see that LeBron quits the movie because he's like, I quit. I can't support Chinese censorship. <laughs> and then, like, if LeBron's not doing this, I quit, too. Yeah. Space... Space Jam was never made, too. Wow. Yeah, if only. If only. Uh, Jimmy Vollmer still has his late show, but he's not doing, you know, nice jokes anymore. He's like, what's up with these Canadian bisexuals? They don't know whether to fuck their brother or their sister. So, yeah, like <laughs> comedy has been saved as well in this future. Uh, Stan's a pilot, and it looks like he's going to start dating Wendy again. Yeah. Uh, Kyle has kids. And at that moment... They look just like Cartman's kids, but with red hair. Uh. <laughs> and I thought that they were going to like show Cartman's wife that like Kyle got Cartman's wife. Yentl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really thought that's what they were going to do. I'm right? kind of surprised they didn't do that. Really surprised. Um, However, the shocker was coming. Yeah. And then we see Butters. He's no longer a maniac selling NFTs. He... Works at Denny's Applebee's Plus, right. which makes more sense for Butters, obviously. Because, you know, he wants to get paid for real work. That's all Butters would become in, in the, you know, the normal future. It took He's him 40 years to be a manager. <laughs> to be a manager. And then we finally get to Carbon. This damn. is so sad. So sad. Hilarious. But also sad. They're like, dude, Cartman's here. And they look out the window and Cartman is a homeless drunk. And his sign says, homeless, fuck you. And he's just like, fuck you, Carl. Fuck you, Stan. Fuck you. And it's just like, oh, my God. He's essentially Oscar the Grouch. So yeah. Cartman Cartman lost everything. He's like, I have faith that we will find each other again. No. No. <laughs> Cartman I'm, lost everything. When I saw it, I just kept saying for like 10 minutes, I was like, that was so fucked up. That was. That was so fucked up. Why? Cartman could have been anything. A used car dealer. Yeah. I mean, a I mean, he snake should, oil salesman. Yeah, he should be like some sort of like evil genius because he can manipulate people. A, a great lawyer, maybe. Right. I mean, it's, uh, but a homeless drunk. That oh, was, and then also, was a lot. Timmy can walk. <laughs> Just can, randomly throw it does, in there. He does the God bless us all, everyone. Uh, uh, this whole thing was so great. Good shit. Good shit. I... I hope and want them to just keep it in the future. Okay. Because, look, it's been 20 years, right? We've mm-hmm. seen the kid. They've been children for 20 years. I would just say from now on, just do future episodes with them all as adults. And then you could even have them, like, help Cartman rehabilitate himself. <laughs> but then, like, but then that turns out to be a mistake because he ends up becoming just a, you know, big, powerful asshole. Oh, like, right. Once you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. Of course, yeah. Right, 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 right. Like he right. becomes, like, this, you know, evil guy that you killed everyone. me, but you brought me back to life. <laughs> like, I would just hope that they just stay in the future. I think that would be really cool. Right. Oh, I was thinking, like, the most perfect job for Cartman, televangelist. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, like, just do Futurama, but it's South Park. Yeah, I you know, that. yeah, that would be so great. Keep it all in the Applebee's plus. <laughs> yeah. Delta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I so, can't, so they're going to be doing a couple of these specials uh, a year, right? Yeah. So there's I mean, we don't know what the others are going to be about. because obviously they wrap this up. Right. But I hope it stays in the future. I really do. OK. Man. Yeah. I look forward to more. Right. And we're not we're not going to do awards or anything like that. But like best moment for me would be the reveal of Cartman as the rabbi. 
And then after that, that it's the probably like moment. Jimmy Vollmer as, as live with Jimmy, like that reveal. The the funniest moments for sure was Cartman fucking his wife. <laughs> oh, yes. Give it to oh, me, yeah. Michigan. <laughs> Give it to me like Abraham gave it to Oh, his yeah, only you son. like how Abraham. No, he's like, you like how Abraham almost sacrificed his only son? Uh. <laughs> the saddest moment, probably Cartman being the loser and homeless. That's that's terrible. That's the worst moment. My that's God, that was so moment. fucking sad. Awful. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> Fix but, it, but Matt Parker. Hilarious. I mean, it's 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 sad, but it, it, that was hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, you're not expect Like, that's kind of what you were expecting in the beginning. Like, right. That he would be, you know what I mean? But, like, oh, that's that's just, that's too good. And then they just fucking, they're like, yep, that's Cartman. <laughs> All right. Let's do some fan questions or comments. All right. And then we'll get out of here. Uh, oh, my favorite name, Andrew Gizano. Are you come buckets reviewing Cobra Kai season four? I am currently watching Cobra Kai. I would have Kai to get caught up. Four. I would have to get caught up in, you know, probably not. Did you did you like it, the karate kid? I was like one when that came out. But I don't know if you ever watched it. Eh, not really. Okay, well, it's probably not for you. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, one of my I have one of my good friends that, that loves the show. I mean, we I could watch it. I don't know if we're going to review it because again, it's it's in season four now, and mm. we mostly just do the Disney Plus shows, anything superhero for TV shows, right? Or Star Wars, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's just not enough room, like we can't review every show. That's the problem, you know. Right. Uh, Jaden Theodore, were you guys underwhelmed by Book of Boba Fett? It had some cool flashbacks and cameos, uh, but the fight choreography was bad, and the whole episode looked and felt cheap. And yeah, it was, I mean, I agree. I have hope for it going forward, but uh, yeah, there was not a lot to go on for season, for episode one. Pop Culture Junkie, what are your, what are some of uh, your all-time favorite TV theme songs? Jason Deerham says Sopranos has to be up there, and mm. for sure, Sopranos is one of them. Sopranos is good. Um, yeah, mm, that's what tough. Are some good ones. The Simpsons. Although it's really, there's really, there's no, you know... Theme songs, Lyrics. theme songs just aren't the way they used to be, like, you know, in the 80s and stuff like that, in the 90s. Yeah, I do like the Stranger Things one. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about that. Full House. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Everywhere you look. Friends. I never watch Friends. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. We need to, That would be a good bracket, though, one day. Mm. Yeah. Best uh, TV show theme song. Amir, Push Fryberry, No Way Home, Peter Man 2. Into the Spider-Verse. So I'm guessing you need Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire. <clears throat> oh, man. Into the Spider-Verse is really good. Um, no Way Home, Spider-Man 2, and Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, probably. Push? Push. I think so, too. Yeah, I think you're burying, burying the Spider-Verse, I guess. Mm. You're firing mm. No Way Home, huh? Yeah, I guess wow, so. Wow, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say push Spider-Man 2. Oh, you can't bury and fire the others? I'll fire the cartoon then, because, okay. you know. <clears throat> Carlos Ramirez, do you have any interest in seeing the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever that's been rumored and confirmed according to some insiders? Isn't Batman Forever the Schumacher cut? <laughs> <laughs> no. Isn't that the Schumacher cut? Listen, none of these director's cuts are any good. Well, I mean, good Lord. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it would be hilarious... It's probably just 
deleted scenes. That's all, you know, yeah. like... Like Eric trying to get you to constantly watch the four-hour Justice League. Yeah, that's all right. No, that's not worth it. <laughs> Joel Hansen, just want to say Happy New Year to you fellas. Love both pods. You guys do an amazing job. Thanks for all the busted nuts. Thank you, Joel. Uh, Jason Deerham, is there a show you put off watching for a long time? Because you thought it wasn't your type of show, but once you started watching, you were hooked. I mean, Breaking Bad, I didn't start watching till the final season. Hmm. So, there you go. Honestly, for me, it's Yellowstone. Like, my mom and, like, a lot of other moms like Yellowstone. Yeah. But it's got a lot of good drama and stuff like that. I caught into it on season two, I think. Two and a half, something like yeah. that. And I've been hooked ever since. It's good. Nice. Uh, my most recent one was Succession. I had no interest in watching yes. it since it started. Then two weeks ago, I, I put it on out of boredom, and boom, just one and a half weeks later, I binged all three seasons and can't wait for season four. Correct. I started uh, Succession in season two as well, and I binged it just all the way through. What is Su- Succession about? Succession's about like a, a legacy media company, and mm. they're trying to take over their dad's uh, role. Okay. It's a bunch of rich kids that are trying to fight for their dad's uh, the top spot in the company, but their dad won't give it to them. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. It's fun. It's a good family romp with a lot of cussing. Right. And then Steve Bogart, you asked a wrestling question, but uh, that's for the wrong podcast. (laughs) Ask that for our next wrestling podcast, and uh, we'll talk about it, buddy. But thanks for the question. Uh, That's it. We did another, another long episode, man. Well, Or I guess long for hogwash. Well, we had a lot of awards to give out. We did. So we'll see you next week. Uh, But first, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HollywoodHogPod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash HollywoodHogWashPod. We're over 500 subscribers now. We're trying to get to 1,000, so please help us out. And next week, we will be reviewing episode two of The Book of Boba Fett. And we're either going to do The Kingsman or Don't Look Up. Let us know which movie you want us to review okay. first, because um, we have a few weeks until Morbius comes out. So right. we got to do Kingsman and Don't Look Up. Let us know which one you want us to do first. I'll just say that. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>